Welcome everyone to this episode of Awaken the Possibilities. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman, and I'm the founder and the owner of Intuitive Leadership and Intuitive Leadership University, where we have three schools, the Leadership Wisdom School, the Business Wisdom School, and the Life Wisdom School. Our faculty members are experienced and highly educated people who will take you to a place where you can leap off the stress hamster wheel of life and leap into calm, ease, and flow so that you can become an unstoppable intuitive leader and practical business mystic. Today, we have a guest who I adore. She's been in my life for about four years. And what I love about her is that we share a love of networking. I've been teaching networking for almost 25 years. It's a very, very special topic, but there's something about the way that Debbie talks about it and what the missing link is that most people miss when it comes to networking and making it successful. We often hear people complaining, oh, networking doesn't work. Well, guess what, folks? If you go in your own little group and you hit the bar and you stand there in your own little group and you're having your drink, well, guess what? You're right, you're not networking. Okay, so don't sit there and tell me that networking doesn't work. <laughs> I can talk about that in a little bit. But the thing is that networking is foundational to your business. It's foundational, whether it's in person, whether it's on the phone, whether it's on Zoom, which so many of us are doing right now because uh, we have to with this virus thing. So let me introduce you to this amazing woman, Debbie Hoffman. Debbie is a heart-based follow-up expert, speaker and founder of Power Up Your Follow-Up. She works closely with relationship-driven entrepreneurs, coaches, and network marketers who are letting potential clients slip through the cracks because they don't have a, 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 a sorry, reliable follow-up plan in place. Her proven step-by-step follow-up system supports them to have a more ideal clients saying yes that's what we want yes to working with them after 20 years working on wall street as a managing director with over 25 billion in sales debbie took her organizational skills and extraordinary ability to connect with people and created a multiple six-figure business in addition debbie had tremendous success as a network marketer having built an international team of several thousand consultants. She's also a best-selling author and has a forthcoming book highlighting her proven follow-up system due out in 2020. Her mission is to support entrepreneurs to share their gifts and get their message out in a big way so that they can create bigger impact. And welcome to the show, Debbie. I am so thrilled that you are here speaking with the Awaken the Possibilities audience today because your message needs to be heard. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really glad I'm here. The timing is perfect. perfect. It really, in so many ways, <laughs> so many ways. So Debbie, you were on Wall Street first. You shifted out of Wall Street into your own business. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because one of the things that I find that a lot of our guests do is they were in these big corporate businesses and they take leaps leaps into doing what their heart was calling them to do. My story is a little different. So I didn't wake up one day and go, oh my God, I'm amazing at follow-up and sales. <laughs> I've got to teach people this. Like that's not how it happened. Mm -hmm. So as you read, I worked on Wall Street and one day I just quit because I wanted to be home with my family. 
and I wanted to make a bigger difference as an entrepreneur. Um, unfortunately, right after I quit, um, my husband's real estate market because it, well, my husband's business because of the real estate market crashed and we had, uh, we went through foreclosure, bankruptcy, like mm. we lost everything. It was devastating. And that was going to be, bet. that was going to be what was going to be supporting us. Okay. So depression, being a victim, all that's hit. Uh, fortunately, what saved me was finding a mentor. I knew that this woman could help me and she did pull me out of that hole and help me get back to work again. During that time, I met a woman who at a network at a uh, conference who was interested in the products that I was representing at the time. And she said, I'm interested, but follow up with me. And I did for 14 months. Not easy to do. And finally, she said yes. And I continued to follow up with her like I always do with new clients. And one day she left me a message and said, Debbie, you're amazing at follow-up. You need to teach me your system. Like I remember it as if it was yesterday hearing this message. And she said, I really struggle with follow-up. We need to talk. And I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? So I called her and I said to her, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she said, nobody follows up the way you do. And people are really struggling with this. You have a gift. You need to do something with this. And to tell you the truth, Terry, I had no idea that this was a gift. I didn't know I was doing anything special. And thank God she pointed this out to me and encouraged me to start this business. Because I really feel we all have a gift. We all have that thing mm -hmm. that we just do naturally that we take for granted, right? And sometimes yeah. it takes somebody outside of us to point it out. And I'm really grateful because now I've been able to help hundreds and hundreds of people um, to improve their follow-up and get their message out and make the impact they're here to make. So I'm just so grateful but it's a very different kind of story. Like I just didn't know it was anything unique. Well, actually, a lot of different. A lot of the folks I work with, they're they're actually very much like you, yeah. because an earth angel came by and said, "You're good at this." It's often we don't recognize our own genius. We don't because we're so close to it. We don't see it. It's so easy for us. We have this idea that things have to be hard. Why? And you are really good at follow-up. So you said it was 14 months. So I'm curious, how many touches before she finally bought? I, I, I think I called her monthly. Okay, so we're talking 14 touches before she bought. And yeah. that's what I see that a lot of the salespeople today forget. It's not, you're not going to make, you may not make the sale the first time or the second time or the third time, the fourth time or the fifth time. Mm -hmm. To your credit, the 14th call she finally said yes so on an average i tell people it takes 12 touches for somebody to buy actually can i share some statistics here Please. because i think this will really help so research shows it takes five minimum contacts five minimum, minimum. before the average person will say yes to doing business view but lots of experts say it can be between eight and 15. yeah but the thing is terry only eight percent of entrepreneurs get make it to the fifth contact most people exactly 48 percent of, of entrepreneurs don't even follow up once like they meet somebody and they don't even make that first call right mm -hmm. so eight percent are getting to the fifth contact which means 92 percent of us are stopping short of where most of the business happens and of course those eight percent are doing 80 percent of the business out there and that's Absolutely. the whole point it's all about the follow-up right yeah. so it's really critical and most people are not, this isn't on their radar screens. It's like, they're not even thinking about it. Well, th this is one of the things that I share with folks. It's, it's okay. I teach law of attraction. 
right? It's one of the big things when, when we're doing our sales programs, we teach law of attraction. You have to be present in mind, body, and spirit and be very clear and get rid of all the emotional baggage about sales and, and interacting with people and all that other good stuff. So we clear all that stuff out. And then they're like, okay, they're ready to rock and go, rock and roll. And they go and they network and they, you know, do their, well, they're doing their elbow touching or whatever it is, their ankle, whatever it is now these days. And it's like, okay, but Terry, I'm not making any sales. Uh, how many times did you follow up? Did you call? Did you connect? Did you send an email? Well, no, I didn't do any of that. Hello? So law of attraction goes so far. You must take inspired action. Yes. And that's where you come in. That's where exactly. you come in and teaching people how to follow up. Yeah. So what is, do you believe that the easiest way to follow up is either email, text, the, this text thing? Um, I'm old school, so I don't normally follow up by text. I prefer a phone call. I, I'm a talker. I prefer a phone call. A follow up with me on a phone call or follow up, um, you know, send me an email at least. Uh, so what, what do you, what do you think or what not think? What do you share as the number one way of connecting with people? Well, I'm an old fashioned girl too. And I believe picking up the phone is, should be the first step. Most people don't. Most people send emails and I don't know about you, but my inbox gets flooded and sometimes things get lost. But when people leave me a message, I listen to it almost immediately. Right? I see a message there and I listen to it. So I totally believe that since you heard the statistics and most people aren't following up at all, and the people who are following up are emailing, if you call, you'll rise above everyone else. And people are going to think, wow, this person actually took the time to call me. Right? So you'll, you'll rise above your competition. So that for me is step one. And then I used to email right after that, but again, people weren't responding. So I shifted to texting and I would say 99% of the time people respond to my text. Wow, that's good. That's, that's really been working. So I basically leave a similar message, a shortened message um, as I did in the voicemail and people are responding. So it's been really fabulous. I will still recommend to send an email as the third touch point because if that person um, was busy all day and it's late at night and they can't call you back and they can't respond to your text because right. you're sleeping, they'll respond to an email and then you'll see where, how people respond and that will show you their preferred method of communication. And then you can continue on that way. So all can you repeat points. what you just said, Debbie, that very last piece about the preferred method of the client's communication. Can you repeat that please? Sure. That's sure. Yeah, so the way they respond will show you their preferred method of communication. Because some people will, you know, feel better responding by email and they get to their messages late and that's how they're going to respond, right? Some people will respond, like I said, 99% of the people I'm texting are responding to text. They're not responding to the email. So now I know that, that, there's, that that's their preferred method of communication and that's the best way for me to reach them. So you have yeah. to be aware. Everybody's so different. Everybody's wired so differently. Yeah, they really, really are. Now, do you find a difference between, and, and I'm sure you do, I'm curious to this, uh, to have you answer this question. Um, we're of one generation and we do things a specific way. 
do you see difference in millennials and how it is that they sell for their either entrepreneurial businesses or for the people that they work with? I'm really not personally working with a lot of millennials, but my clients are, mm -hmm. and they're finding that it's all texting. Like they don't okay. ever pick up a phone call, right? So again, you got to tune into your market. And if you're mm -hmm. dealing with millennials, they're into texting or Instagram or whatever, you know, they're, they're not, they're not picking up the phone and calling people back, my clients back. So they network via Instagram. How does that happen? For those of us of a certain age who, you know, I happen to know how Instagram works, but it's not one of my fondest uh, social media platforms. I just yeah. let my, my VA handle that part. <laughs> how does networking work via Instagram? It's not so much that they're networking. They're just, you know, promoting what they're doing. And I'm not an, an Instagram expert. Yeah. So that's not, that's out of my wheelhouse, but I just hear that that's what they're doing. That's where they're going. So what is, what do you see from where you sit as being the number one challenge with follow-up? Oh, there's so many challenges. So you only want to hear one? <laughs> no, right. give me two or three. I have a few that I can share. So the first thing that I see, and this is really kind of an epidemic, is that people tell me, and they use this word, they just say, I wing it. I don't prepare what I'm going to say when I call people. I don't prepare before I go to a networking event what I'm going to say. Um, when I'm meeting with somebody or, you know, to present what I do, I just wing it. So they're not preparing. The Ouch. second thing, I know it's a big one. Ouch. The, sec Ouch. the second big one, I know. It's not a big one. I know. Ouch. I know, right? But they don't think about like this stuff is like there's all this stuff that we know that we don't know, but then there's all this stuff that we don't know that we don't know. And when it comes to follow-up and sales, so much falls into that later latter category. People are just not on their radar screen. They just never what I find, and the reason I'm doing this and I'm so passionate about it, Terry, is because I see people who love what they do. They're so gifted. They have such a great offering of a product or service, whatever it is that they offer to people but they've never been taught follow-up skills or sales skills. And so um, they're the best kept secret, right? So that's why it's like people are, are putting this um, as the last, pro making this the last priority. So getting back to your question. So the number two issue I see is that people have these limiting beliefs um, that come up that stop them from following up. And the biggest one I hear is uh, they're afraid of being salesy or pushy. So that's the second thing, and it stops them. And I help people with the whole mindset shift around it. Uh, a lot of it's just mindset. A lot of it's knowing what to do and what to say, and those limiting beliefs will drop off. And if they have really deep limiting beliefs, then I send them to people like you, you know, people who, who do the inner work, because I don't do, I give people more practical things that they can do and some daily practices as well. But if they've mm -hmm. got some deep lifelong issue, then I refer them to someone who can help them with that. And then the third thing that's huge and it's costing people so much money and I call it the number one leak uh, in people's system is that they're not consistently asking for referrals. Oh my and gosh, yes. It's, and they're sitting on a gold mine and nobody's asking or they're not asking consistently. I mean, I just hear this over and over and over again. Whenever I speak, I ask, you know, raise your hand if you consistently ask your clients referrals, no one's hand goes up. So those are three key areas. 
Oh, and the, the fourth one too is they don't have a system in place. They don't have technology. I was just going to say, you, and you, you beat me to it. So there's four. You asked for one, I gave you four. Give me four. But, but they're all key <coughs> issues. Okay, so, and that system is huge. Huge. So I'm, so I'm going to ask you this. Should it be reversed? Should the system be number one so that they know what to do and how to do it? Well, they don't know what to do. Well, there, when I say system, I'm talking about two different things. First, there's the technology. There's the right. CRM, customer relationship management system, and email marketing system where everything is stored. So that is number one to get that. But then knowing what to do and what to say and how often to follow up and what methods of communication, right. that's where I come in. Okay, so, that's the second system. Okay. Yes, yeah, so there's two systems. But yes, people, when, I, when they start working with me, step one is get your system and I help them figure out which is the best fit for them based on their business model and where they're at in their business and what their needs are. Got it, so got yes, it. you've got to have a system. If not, you're going to have baggies and boxes full of cards and notebooks. And, you know, there's a, a gal, a friend of mine I've been talking to for six years about getting a CRM and she finally got one and it's a game changer for her. It's going to change so cool. everything. Yeah. yeah. She resisted anyway, so much. So when you get that business card, you know, things are very different today with technology. So you're, you have a business card or they do a bump, you know, on the phone or, you know, whatever. What is your, I mean, for me, I love the business card because I can touch it. I can look at it and then I can put, you know, put all the information in. I do, I do my thing. So, but that's me. What do you, what are you finding in today's day and age that people are doing? Uh, what, what is the easiest way for them to get all their contact information to put into the CRM? Because I know for me, because I, you know, and it does take time. Um, you know, I take the card, I'm putting all the information in, da, 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 da. Is there an easier way to do that? There are easier ways and it depends on where people are with their business. So when I first started my business, I didn't have a budget at all to hire anybody to do anything for me. So I would come back from the networking event and I would put their information right into my CRM. I would tag them for the event that I met them at and uh, wh whether they were interested in being a, a customer, you know, client potentially, or maybe they're a good JV partner or power partner. So I would tag them very interested, not in whatever they were interested in. Um, as I, you know, grew in uh, my business and I always recommend that at a certain point, you've got to get someone to help you because it is not your genius to spend time adding people into a CRM. You want to spend time doing what only you can do. So Absolutely. even if you don't think you can afford it, you can pay somebody $8 an hour in the Philippines for one hour a month to do this for you. Or, yeah, and then you gradually increase. That's what I did. So and how do you so, get them the information if they're in the Philippines? So I would scan the cards and send it to them. I would put the cards on a scanner and send it to them. And if people don't, I have a you know copy machine, fax machine. If you don't have one of those, then just take a picture of each card one at a time and just send it to them, okay? Now, don't some of the CRMs have software where you can scan it and the information will I was go just, right into I was, them? I was just going to go into that. Yeah. So my system, I can take a picture of the card and it, it, it enters them automatically into the system. And that is the best because then you can just do it immediately. I actually do it at the event. I just take the picture and then I created the tag for the event in advance and I just tag them and they're done. They're in the system. So that is the easiest way to do it. 
So, um, so it's about finding a CRM that has that system in it. Yeah, or that has one that can connect with a scanner because with Zapier now you can connect technologies together. Right, so you yeah. just have to find out. So whatever CRM you're using, ask if they have a scanner, uh, a business card scanner in built in, and if not, which one they can affiliate with that they can nice. connect to. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. So um, we're getting close to a time where, when we need to close off because I know you have another event that you need to go to. You're a very busy lady. And I want to make sure that you're there on time because that's one of the things about networking. You want to be there on time. <laughs> it's Definitely. important to do that because if you get there early, you get to scope out who's all going to be there, number one, if it's an event. It's a, it's a live event. And I know for myself, one of the things that I encourage people to do is get there early, sit in the car, and get relaxed, yeah. and just tune in and get clear, and then go in and have a good time. Um, and there's all these different networking things that you and I could talk about forever. Uh, but what I know is that you have a couple things to share with the Awaken the Possibilities audience that I'm really excited about you sharing. And one of them is an event, and the other one is a quiz. And it's not the kind of quiz that we took in school, folks. No, it's more of an assessment. So it's uh, it's a fat like in less than 10 minutes, you're going to learn, you're going to see you know, where you're doing really well with follow-up, where you're going to score yourself high, and then where potential clients and income might be slipping through the cracks. So it's a real eye-opener. Everyone who tells me that they've taken it when we get to talk, they just say, wow, I learned so much about myself. So, so you can go to powerupbizquiz, B-I-Z-Q-U-I-Z.com, powerupbizquiz.com, You'll get the results immediately, as will I. And if you want to hop on a call to discuss them afterwards, we can do that as well. So oh, cool. please take the quiz. It's, it, you'll learn a lot about yourself. Well, Debbie, thank you so much for being here today. Really appreciate it. And I know that the Awaken the Possibilities audience has a lot to gain from the words that you have shared with us. So there's a lot there. There's a lot to networking. There's a lot to sales. But when you finally get it all together, it can become second nature and just a part of who you are as an individual. Exactly. Uh, so trust me, it, it, can, it, it is something that can be learned and, and uh, Debbie's a great person to be able to do that. So yeah. again, thank you so very much for being here and to our Awaken the Possibilities audience. Please join us in the Facebook group, Awaken the Possibilities. We're gonna be talking about all kinds of things and leadership, life and business wisdom. And I'm going to have Debbie come on in there, too, and talk about stuff. So uh, join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Awaken the Possibilities. So I look forward to bringing you more brilliant guests. So stay with us, and we will be seeing you at the next, at the next episode. Take care, and have your best day ever. Thank you, Terry, for having me.